shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. Every single spring, that first day that I walk outside and I see that yellow dust all over my truck, I'm like, that is Satan's dandruff. It destroys me. I legitimately can't go outside for longer than three minutes because my eyes get swollen, my eyes get puffy, my nose gets congested, and I just simply can't breathe. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so that you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. When I started taking Claritin D about two months ago, I can finally get back outside and play pickleball again, which is what I love to do, but I couldn't do it because my allergies were so bad. Claritin D has legitimately allowed me to go outside again, ready to live life as if you don't have allergies it's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. What is good, fam? Welcome to episode 33 of Human Hope with your host, Carlos Enrique Wittget Guzman and Chico Cabello, or Los for short, and my beautiful co-host, Hello. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of sounded like a, what was that? I don't know what that was, but... Hello, it, my name is Heather Whitaker. There we go. Podcast we, host with Carlos Whitaker on the Human Hope podcast. Wow. Is that your podcast? <laughs> Radio. radio voice? Mm-hmm. I got to turn like you up it? a little bit because you're not talking as loud Shoot. as you were in sound check. But it was my radio voice. That might have been lower there than my go. normal voice. Okay, I just turned I just turned her up. Um, guys, we are, we're doing this together this week. It's been a while. You know, I was actually talking to Heather a little bit. And although like I love my friends and I love the interviews that I get to share with you guys on this podcast, I, I think sometimes I, I forget at the beginning of this thing that it was a lot of just me. It was yeah. a lot of just me talking. Yeah. People and like you. People like me. And I've got to remember sometimes that people like me. Wow. Can we talk about that? Not people that people want to hear from me. Just kidding. I'm not really crying. But sometimes I just, you know, I want to make sure that this thing stays diversified, that it stays, um, you know, that you can't guess what's happening week to week. And I bet you guessed that you can't, couldn't guess that this week, Heather, <laughs> is on the podcast. Whatever that sentence was, <laughs> uh, is what I'm trying to say. Um, but last week's podcast episode, um, we had my, our new friend, Bamba John, and so much good feedback from that episode. If you haven't gone back and listened to that yet, or if you haven't listened to it yet, please go back. And it's all about just talking about immigration from an actual DACA recipient, uh, undocumented immigrant to America. And it's just cool to hear it from you know, from the person's mouth that we keep talking about. So many times we talk about these issues and things, but we don't talk about the, the people that are the issue. And so Bamba, again, I'm just so grateful uh, that you shared that with us. And, you know, since then I've been, I've been gone. I, I took off and I flew. We just gotten home from New York. 
Heather, did you have fun in New York? Oh, it was so great. Was, I just love culture. I, I mean, I love Southern culture, but yeah. but coming from LA where you just get yes. a ton walking in New York and just uh, feeling that. All, oh, the, my all the people from all the corners of the globe. It's my favorite. We had a good time. Uh, yeah. But since then, I've been to LA, Vegas, and San Francisco area. Um, actually Stockton. I'll, 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 I don't want to like gyp Stockton. Yeah, you there could there. be some listeners right. in Stockton. I was in Stockton and, and I was thinking Stockton may need a makeover. Is that okay to say? Uh, uh, what was that show where they went and like, extreme, re- yeah, extreme home makeover downtown. How yeah. fun would that be? I think it'd be fun. If anyone that's listening, this lives in Stockton or knows the city council members, <laughs> let's get an Insta Familia makeover of one of the streets. Or something where we go and we just kind of like, you know, it just uh, let's talk about California in general. Oh, this is this is <laughs> I know where he's going. Everyone, because I born and raised in California first 30 years yes. and everyone was like, do you want to move back? And and I'm just like, I love California. Yeah. I always call it God's country because it's just so unique and again, diverse. And yeah. it's, you know, from desert sandy deserts to the high mountain peaks to like big cities tropical. to tropical yeah it's just it's just phenomenal and so um i am 100 a california girl but every time i go back i'm just so sad because it's tired yes there's the california word. is tired it, and not tired is like i'm tired of you no no it's just you more. know what you look like you know what you look like after you've Be like careful <laughs> what are you gonna say well, no i'm not talking about you in particular but <laughs> but what what someone would look like after you've like worked like a 70 hour week and like you just you just need a vacation but you know you're not going to get a vacation because that's just how much you work and you look in the mirror and you think oh my god like is this what I look like or you or you open your phone after you've worked a long shift and you the camera's on you and you're like uh, and you startle yourself and you're like, oh my gosh is this I look tired yeah. that's what we're talking about yeah you know it just it yes. just seems and so like we just I don't know California it needs, needs a, a little rest. it needs a rest and it may be getting the rest because everyone le- seems to be leaving. <laughs> For real. Everyone's leaving California and moving to Nashville or Texas. I went to the doctor today and he's like, so where are you originally? I said, one guess. He goes, California. Yeah. <laughs> but you you weren't in the in the the exodus, this current exodus of Californians. No, 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 no. no. You're, you're actually- 14 years ago? Yeah. And you're actually, I mean, we've been in Nashville a decade, if not longer. Yeah. I think this is the longest- Ooh, we- did you just drink on the Can mic? I not drink? Well, I don't know. Somebody's going to have a <laughs> Sorry phobia about that. of that. I was thirsty. How long have um, we been here? I think we've been here the longest we've ever been anywhere. Well, yeah, I think so. We I think this here. house we've been in longest than we've ever been in yeah. any place. We've, well, we've been in Nashville over a decade, so that yeah. makes us like official Tennesseans now. You know who else is on the podcast? Kind oh, of. Oh, yeah. Romy Rome. Rome, speak. 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 Can you speak? Speak. Speak. I'm really good at this, guys. <laughs> Oh. oh, thanks for your pod, but I don't want to speak. Okay. This is great podcast fodder. <laughs> oh, yeah! Good job, oh, bro. Yeah, wow. Sorry, guys. That took a long time. That okay. Was... Let's get back to. Okay. That, no, this is what we do. We just oh, we just talk about life. Like, we're talking about life. So I was in Stockton and I just remember telling Heather, I was like, babe, like the, the whole downtown seems like shut down. There's this homeless kind of big homeless problem. And, and I was like, I, let's, does anyone listening from Stockton? Let's do something. Let's paint the town red. Let's go. But I was at the Bob Hope Theater, which is really cool. Yeah, you um, like that. You said it was really Yeah, it was beautiful. 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 Uh, and then I've been home for a day. It's just kind of busy season for us. But um, I thought to myself, 
this week on the podcast, I want Heather on it. And I wanted, I said, what should we talk about? Like, what should the, what should we talk about? And she said, well, yesterday uh-huh. you posted, and I did yesterday on my Instagram, I posted just how can I pray for what you? What made you go there? Uh, what made me go there was, was I had two friends yeah. who, um, who I, I had posted prayer requests for. So like mm-hmm. on my, on my story, I said, um, Hey, my friend, Larry, who the Insta Familia raised over a hundred thousand dollars for, awesome. um, he, he got out of the hospital and he was in rehab, but then he got sick again and he's back in the hospital and now he's back in ICU. So I asked my Insta Familia to pray. And then directly after that, our friend Danielle from church, Daniela from church, um, she, her father had been fighting COVID and sick with COVID and asked for prayers as well. Um, and so I asked the Insta Familia to pray. And I, I feel like this is going to be, uh, I mean, just, just right here, right now, we can start talking about what all the questions people may have about prayer, okay. right? Yeah. All the, all the questions that people may have, because I, to finish that story after asking for those things, I said, you know what? Like, I know there's a whole bunch of you guys that need prayer too. Yeah. Because people DM you and me prayer mm-hmm. requests all the time about their marriage and their family and their health. And I said, let's just all list it all out. I pro- I thought I'd get a couple hundred. I've got over 5,000 5, prayer requests on that post. And so people have been praying, but then I've got a lot of people that don't believe in God sure. that, that are asking for prayer requests. I got, you know, because when, when you're in the thick of it, you don't you'll care. Do whatever. You'll do whatever. <laughs> I know I will. Like if I'm in the thick of it, I don't care what it is. I'm going to do what it takes. And so um, people are asking for prayer. But then I want to talk about this for a second because- I, I was getting some DMs going like, well, you know, I, I would ask for prayer, but every time I've asked for prayer, God hasn't answered. Mm. Every time I've asked for prayer, um, it hasn't worked out. And I don't want to waste another prayer because I just don't believe it works. Mm-hmm. Um, or I don't believe in God. Or I don't believe in, and again, I know that there's a lot of people that listen to this podcast sure. that do not believe in Jesus. They sure. do not believe in God. Um, we are going to be talking about prayer from our perspective in our faith. Yeah. And um, and so take it or leave it, you know, uh, apply it to however you feel like you need to apply it. But that that's how we talk about prayer. I don't talk about prayer as like, um, which it's again, I know people that do this and I get it from their point of view, but for, I obviously have my point of view. I can't pray for like good vibes or whatever. Sometimes people say, you know, send positive energy. Um, I understand where somebody that has a belief system different than I could say that and believe that, uh, I, I don't ask for good vibes from people because I don't believe that for me um, and the and what I believe in my faith, that that is what is going to bring healing. So as as we talk, just understand that. Know that like I'm, I'm grateful that you're all here. I'm grateful that you are all, all listening to this. And this is just a, a chance for you to hear from us and to, to hear like, yeah. oh, you know what? Like that is how they pray. And that is what they believe. A lot of fodder and conversation going into that because there's questions. And, and this is what I want to land at to begin with Heather. Um, we, we prayed for Larry and we prayed for Daniela's father. Yeah. Um, Larry is the procedure went well and his, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, why don't you use Josh as an example? Cause she also prayed for Josh and Josh and, and Daniela's dad, Bob were in the same. Okay. Yeah. Well, we can do that. I asked for prayer for my friend <laughs> Sorry, Josh, guys. um, um, and and Danielle's father were, um, what's Dan- I want to use his name Bob Bob Bob, 
um, we prayed for Josh. We prayed for Bob and um, Josh. Both COVID. Both COVID. Both, both COVID, in the hospital. Both in the hospital, both in ICU. Mm-hmm. Um, Josh came home and Daniela's father went home to heaven. Yeah. And, uh, and he passed away. And, you know, so what do you do with that? Like, like what, what do, what do you do with that? What do we do when our prayers don't go the way that we wanted? Um, you know, and, and I also want to, you know, and I, and I've reached out to Daniela a couple of times already, but, um, just tell you Daniela how sorry yeah. I am. Um, and how much we love you. Yeah. Like we, we love you and we're sorry. Um, and we hurt with you, with yeah. you. So, um, so what, what do we do with our prayers? So let's just start there, babe. Let's, yeah. let's start there. You, you pray and you, you're praying for somebody and it, it doesn't, it does not get answered. That's what I feel. It's not answered. Did I waste my prayer? Mm. Um, Thanks for setting me up with the <laughs> boom, boom. Gosh, go. um, I think you know. And I'm looking something up too. Okay. Um, so I think that that can go um a couple different directions. I think instantly when just in general you're talking about the general people saying, um, you know, God didn't answer my prayers. I'm not going to pray. I think we have to understand that there is more at play mm. than just. God answering, like checking off and going, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like we have to understand that we are a part of something bigger. And at times we don't see the full picture. Yeah. And so we don't know. Um, we, 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 we think we know what to pray as the right thing, uh-huh. right? Like, you know, I just think of <clears throat> Garth Brooks, my favorite um, musical artist, if anyone wants to um, connect <laughs> us, I will receive that. But Garth Brooks, unanswered prayers. Like, and Some, the whole. Sometimes I thank God dun, for, dun, dun. for unanswered wow. prayers. Remember, Remember when, when you're, you're talking, talking to the man okay, upstairs. No, I think it's important for us to understand. He Just because answer, he doesn't answer doesn't mean he don't care. Sometimes I thank God. So just because he doesn't answer. Yeah. So just because he doesn't answer, the point is, is the fact that we have to understand that there may be a bigger picture. So the whole song is about like him praying to like for one, one wife or one girlfriend, but then ends up not marrying her and marrying somebody else and, and him realizing, wow, I really prayed for that to happen, but I got something so much better. And I think we have to come to the understanding that, in our faith, we believe that there is an enemy and the enemy's sole purpose is to separate us from God's love, Mm -hmm. to drive a separation between us and God. And so if we can come to an agreement that says, God doesn't care about me. He's not answering my prayers. He Mm. doesn't want to, you know, when I call out, I'm alone, you know, that kind of, if he can get us to believe that, then he has done his purpose. He being the enemy. Yeah, the enemy, you know, um, separating us from God's love. And so um, that's where um, in the big picture of things, when you say, you know, like, why didn't God answer our prayers? I believe it's because we actually misunderstand God's character. Mm. Wow. Well, we misunderstand God's character. What's God's character? So God's character is, is 
nothing but love. He is yeah. always for you. He is yes. always doing what he can mm. to bring you into union and yeah. his love. Yeah. And sometimes just like any child, like, like we parent our children and we give boundaries to our children and yeah. we say no to our children. Yeah. And there is grief and loss in our kid's life that we actually allow because mm. we know yeah. the bigger picture. Yeah. Yes. You can't have that right now. Mm-hmm. Like, um, whatever. But we I mean, know, we know, but we know way better than our kids. Yeah. Do. It's just the example of, um, Losiah, when we were little, we surprised them. We had told them that we're going to go to monkey Joe's, the bounce house, right? Oh, it's like yes. a bouncy, you know, trampoline this. place. And Little we were plug. down this, this story is on kill the spider or enter wild. One of the two. Go ahead. I don't know. Anyways, we were down with my, um, stepmom visiting and we were, so excited because we had planned to take them to Disney, but we didn't want to tell them because we love surprises in the Whitakers. We just yeah. love that experience of them freaking out and crying. It's just our favorite thing. So we did not tell them. We told them we were just going to go to a trampoline place, knowing full well, yeah. knowing full well that our girls, actually, we assumed all of our kids would flip a lid. Well, guess what happened when we told them? We're Will, going to Disney World. Josiah flipped a lid, but it was not out of joy. I want to go to Monkey Joe's he Bounce House. He threw the biggest fit. Yeah. So much that actually, yes, our oh, my man. stepmom actually took him to Monkey Joe's. I need Joe's to put this back in a sermon because, over Disneyland because his father and mother knew what would what would what his desires were. He didn't even know what his desires yeah, were, and since so he good. since he didn't know. What his desires were. He thought were. it was a trampoline place for an hour. Yeah, and so so he went there, and guess what? He had fun. Yeah, he had sure. fun at the bounce house. Absolutely, but he had no idea what, what was available been. for mm-hmm. him. Come on, come on, somebody. Yeah. yeah. So so okay. So that's the character of God mm-hmm. is to give us things that we don't even know. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm speaking. Hey there, I'm Dr. Maya Shunker, and I'm a scientist who studies human behavior. Many of us have experienced a moment in our lives that changes everything, that instantly divides our life into a before and an after. On my podcast, A Slight Change of Plans, I talk to people about navigating these moments. Their stories are full of candor and hard-won wisdom. And you'll hear from scientists who teach us how we can be more resilient in the face of change. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Speaking of, I mean, we're on the conversation of unanswered prayers when it comes to, you know, COVID. Um, There was another friend of a a lot of friends, friend of a lot of friends who... um, we had been praying for a lot of people have been praying for him. Um, and he had COVID and he had father of like maybe two teenagers and one kid in elementary school. Um, and he passed away mm-hmm. um, two days ago and his wife wrote an Instagram post um, that again, I take, take this for what it is for you. Um, what I'm, what we're reading, what we're talking about is what we believe yeah. for us. Okay. Um, but this is what she wrote. Sweetest friends, please forgive me for waiting a few days to post. I know how hard you all have been praying. Friday night, October 8th at 9.38 p.m., Charlie, the love of my life, left the earth and stepped into heaven. I had prayed and asked God that very day that if he knew this was Charlie's time, please don't tarry. God in his mercy answered my prayer, which leads me to this. Your prayers were not in vain. I know that many are saying, what was that? I prayed like I've never prayed before. I believed for healing. I was up in the middle of the night to pray for Charlie. I cried and pleaded and had faith Mm. and fasted and begged for healing. Why? This is his wife. Can I tell you why? Because it was never about Charlie's healing Mm. on earth. 
Come on. Have you read read this? Yeah. Okay. Dang it. I thought that this is all new. Mm, come on. But you're just no, agreeing. It's to, just so good. Yeah. God chose his humble servant, Charlie, to bring us into the deepest communion some of us have ever had with God. Mm. God wanted us all to pray. He wanted us to weep and pound the table, not for Charlie's benefit, but for ours. Because God not only loves Charlie, but he loves all of you just as much. He wanted relationship with some of you that nothing else would have caused. Charlie was a sound man, a bridge builder, a connector. People talked, sang, made sounds. Charlie and Charlie skillfully amplified it. He loved that the world was created by sound. And when God spoke, the world came into being. As Charlie lay in the hospital, you were all lifting up the sound of prayer. Charlie was still running sound from his hospital bed. God used him to amplify your prayers in the greatest and last production of his earthly existence. Those prayers were Charlie's gift to you. So um, do not lose heart or faith. Please see how much Jesus loves and adore you. That is exactly how you can mm. honor Charlie. You know, I, I read that and... Um, I still, you know, and, and I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to play the doubter. You know, I, I'm still like, oh, well, of course. I mean, why else wouldn't you believe that? You know, like, like, um, why else wouldn't you, um, want to say like, well, God healed Charlie on the other side of heaven. Like, mm. but it was our desire to heal him on this side of heaven. Um, and, and, you know, I, I would, I would just say, this is what I would say, especially when it's, when it comes to start, when we start doubting our faith. Okay. When we start doubting, because this can lead to, this can lead to a crisis of faith when, sure. right. When, when God doesn't answer a prayer the way that we want, sure, it would lead to a crisis of faith. And sometimes, sometimes this is what I say to some friends of mine that one friend in particular today that I sent an Instagram video to who came to me with an unanswered prayer. And he said, I just, I don't know if I can believe in God anymore. I don't know if I can believe in this. And this is what I said. I said, okay, fair. Um, you can believe wholeheartedly in what I have found to be true. Like I, when I have walked my faith out and the scripture and my prayer life and healing, I found everything here to be true. There's data, scientific proof that Jesus did walk the face of the earth as a human, period. So we can mm -hmm. at least get that part down. Okay. So he's just as historical as Caesar, right? Like he's, he was a real person. And, and then the Bible, which is like the longest standing book ever written, um, tells me he was the son of God. And so I can, I can either put all my faith in that and maybe it's not true. Okay. Okay. Cause this is the, this is what the person was telling me in this room. And so I said, okay, maybe it's not true. Like let, let's just put, let's put that out there. Maybe it's not true. If I put every, my whole heart into this, and I die and I become a tree. Okay. I, I, that's it. There's, there's nothing else. I become a tree. Okay. Okay. I become a tree. If, 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 if your doubt, what if he's not, what if all this stuff is not real and I become a tree? Guess what? I lived an incredible life. I poured such life into all these people around me. I created an, an incredible life for my family, all these things. That, that, that's if this isn't true. Like I'm just okay. going down your, your path. Okay. Right. And all these people were benefited, were benefited because of, of this great man, Jesus that I followed. Okay. But if it is true, everything changes. Mm. If it is true, the benefit you get from banking on this being true versus I'm just going to become a tree. Mm. 
Well, and, and I almost... Are you hearing me though? What, I hear what I'm you. Saying? I hear you, but I think you're talking about the benefit at the end, but what about the benefit in Yeah, yeah. Here? Okay, yeah, even here. So yeah. so now the benefit here. What if it's not true? Guess what? You're, you are living a fulfilled life that's filled with love, filled with mercy, filled with justice, filled with all of these mm-hmm. things that are great and your life is even flourishing because of, the, because of that. And that's if it's not true. But if it is true... You're not only getting that, you're getting the supernatural as well as the natural. You're getting all these things. And I'm here to tell you that I see the, the supernatural part of the truth of it being true. And so that that's just where, where I get to is like, you know, Hey, like I get it. Like I I get it. If, if you have a crisis of faith and it makes you want to stop and I'm only now I'm just speaking to people that did believe and maybe are having a hard time believing after an unanswered prayer. But I'm here to tell you that, that, um, there's way more benefit to hmm. believe and follow Jesus than there is to not. Um, and that's just, that's, that's again, that's my point. And so I don't, I don't even know if you have anything to say about that, but we could dive into the, you know. I just think, um, you know, we love John Eldridge. Um, he's been a, a guest here on the podcast and he has this um, prayer called the daily prayer. And it is just basically scripture written out um, in a form of a prayer that just reminds you of who God has says you are in um, throughout scripture and just kind of giving you authority in what God has given you Mm. um, as a child of God. And, you know, as he he has, I think a, a podcast explaining uh, the daily prayer, and within that, he's like, "Just try it, like try it for two weeks. Try praying this for two weeks and see, see what happens." Like, and and so give I it think a shot. give it a shot. And for us, when we did give it a shot, our lives have dramatically. Yeah, we would have been divorced. Yeah. our kids would have been addicted. Our kids, it it we would not be well if it was yeah. not that shot that we gave it. Yeah, yeah, and we gave it a shot when, when I at least highly doubted that there was any salvageable anything yeah. in our family life, and here we are. Um, so that I feel like that that lays that lays more than the groundwork for what I began to read as I scrolled through all these mm. five thousand prayers. I mean. Uh, something else that people were DMing me is like, Carlos, like, or even text me, how do you carry that? Is what, what people were asking. Mm. Like, how do you, how do you carry all that, Ooh, the like weight of, yeah, listen, how do you carry all the weight of that? Mm. Knowing that all these people are like pouring these, these hard, horrible things. And I think to myself, well, th- this is normal. Yeah. Like, like, are, are, do you do you somehow imagine that the people that surround you aren't carrying everything that you just yeah. saw on my in my comment section? We are living in a broken world. Yeah. And so this is not just on my Instagram account on that one <laughs> post. Yeah. Excuse me. Th- yeah. This is open your eyes and this is actually all around you. So this is normal. Well, one, I, we I mean, I think with you being in ministry and just even what you do, like we obviously are surrounded with people who tell us their stories. Yeah. So we've gotten used to hearing some like absolutely horrific movie-like tragedies that are just beyond anything that you can imagine. That we are used to. However, 
we also have learned that that's not ours to carry. Like, and so right. we get to bring Jesus, the love of Jesus. Like we have a specific prayer that's like, we only allow the love of God between that person. So say Sarah down the street told me her tragic story of her husband having an affair or whatever it is, you know, that night I would be Jesus. I just bring your name between me and Sarah and I send her warfare back to the throne of the cross. Like, so her, her drama, her sin, her issues in her life, I cut them off. Like I bring Jesus between me and her. Mm. I send them, I just send them back to that space. Like not, I'm, because I'm t- I'm sending it away from me, basically, is what yeah. I'm saying yeah. in that verbiage. And I only allow the love of God between us. Yeah. So that's all that I want to, you know, yes, I'll listen. Yes, I will encourage. Yes, I will actually pray. Yes, I'll actually carry. minister, but I'm not carrying your stuff. Yeah. No. Yeah. And I'm not carrying any, any of that Mm-mm. stuff that people left on Mm-mm. there. And I, I don't like. And, and there are times like I had a prayer appointment with a girl a couple of weeks ago, and it was horrific what I had to listen to and, and it actually affected me after, even Mm, though I did pray, even though I did pray after. Um, but then I went and went to authority, like my pastor who's above me and pray and they prayed over me and boom, it's gone, you know? And so like, it's, it's literally acknowledging, Ooh, I'm not carrying their stuff. Yeah. And I'm going to bring God's love between us Mm -hmm. and only allow that. Yeah. It's just making that decision. It is. It is. It's it's cutting it off. It's making the decision to not carry it. Um, but but you. But you that can, doesn't mean you don't yeah, love. Yeah. Yeah. You're bringing God's love. What better gift can you Absolutely. give? Absolutely. You bring that. You don't have. But you don't have to carry the weight right. of it all. I um. I'm just looking at that door that's cracked open, and our two teenage boys spent the night in the basement last night. You think they snuck out? Ooh. Dun, dun, dun. I'm going to have to ask them. What if they snuck out in the middle of the night? Dun, dun, dun. Okay. Um, <laughs> so that's good, babe. I mean, that's actually, this is really good. So for someone that's listening to this and they're like, okay, um, I'm, I'm scrolling through all the comments and all the prayer requests. Which I just want to say, like, first of all, to those who don't have a place to have anybody to talk to, like, I am really sorry. And I do think that there are spaces out there that you can be heard. Um, I know sometimes when life, hard things in life happen, um, again, the enemy wants to isolate you and make you feel alone. So anyone out there who actually wrote that thinking, I've never told this person, this or I'm struggling with this because I don't have anybody like there are people who care. And so I am sorry that you are carrying that. Um, I don't know why I felt like I needed to say that. No, absolutely. Um, And we're sorry to, we are sorry to, you know, that there's pain that there's, you know, I scrolled through, you know, I can't get to the bottom of all of them, but just scrolling through them. um, I want to help you guys for just a few minutes know maybe if you don't know how to pray, Hmm. if you don't know, okay, like, what do I do? Like read the, okay. So say for instance, um, let's find one here. I'll just, I I pinned a couple new ones to the top. I keep, just so you guys know, I keep repinning new ones at the top that are at the very bottom so that people can see some of these. Um, But somebody said, my husband and his brother were working security at a bar over the weekend in St. Paul, Minnesota, this weekend when a mass shooting happened Hmm. in the bar. While both my brother and husband 
or my my husband and his brother were unharmed physically, the trauma from witnessing this Absolutely. isn't going to be easy. So, um, <clears throat> let me actually click on here. Um, people say praying for your husband and brother-in-law, praying for the husband and brother-in-law, praying for peace for them. Um, and I would say, okay, Heather, how, and the, mm. why I'm asking Heather these questions is Heather actually, I mean, we can, anybody can pray. We, uh, we all, yeah. we all have access to God, yeah. right? Um, but you've done some work. Uh, you've done a little bit sure. more specific work with prayer mm-hmm. and healing prayer mm-hmm. uh, that you've, and so that's why you are the expert prayer host mm. or on the, on the podcast. <laughs> no, guess, I'm learning podcast. still, but yeah. Yes. But, but uh, so how would you to this person, her name is, well, her Instagram handle is Jiggy Jen. Jiggy it. Jen B. Jiggy. So, so it, Jennifer Denner, Denner to Bridge. How would you, Heather, pray for Jennifer's husband and brother-in-law and walk us through it? Walk, walk wow. us through. Walk us through. Just walk us through how we, like, you why you pray what you pray. Just, <laughs> okay. Um, <clears throat> I think in general, is that what you're asking? Because yes. I think it would be different than if I was sitting. Sure. No. Yeah. I'm not. Them. We're not going to be asking her questions. We're okay, just in okay, general. Okay. So in general, obviously, when trauma happens, and I, I wish I have this memorized, but trauma is is a situation where death is a possibility. So it could be you could go through trauma, like we went through trauma when Sohala was in the hospital and she had the you know, they gave her cancer diagnosis because therefore that is death possible. You know what right, I mean? Like, right. so we went through a tra- traumatic experience. Um, obviously, there, her husband went through, that is a trauma experience. So there's PTSD um, and a lot of physical <clears throat> things that actually happen to the body when there is trauma. And yeah. so with that said, um, in prayer, obviously, we believe that God could do anything in an instant, yep. but also God has created science as well to be able to help them. So I I think sometimes, and therapy, that's what I'm saying. So sometimes when it's a traumatic experience like that, um, I think you can do um, both things. I think you need to do the, the um, work of like um, the inner healing work, which is a form of prayer um, that kind of goes, it's a little bit more talking, like you kind of talk through some of it and allow God to speak to you through it. Um, there's that avenue. And then there's also like the actual, um, like coping, how not coping. That's not the right words, but how, how to tools, tools that yeah. you can do in, through with PTSD and stuff. Cause yeah. your mind literally is, is rewired, rewired because of that. So you yeah. have to rewire the rewiring. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, and, and, and I think this is important that this is, um, this is a good space to say, to talk to people that are in therapy. And that sure. do go to therapists sure. to, you know, to let them know that, I mean, therapy's good. Therapy, therapy absolutely can help. Um, I also believe that, and this is, again, my thing. I think full healing can only come through Jesus. Yeah. That's my opinion. Yes. So, um, yes. Well, with that, hold on. We'll, we'll yeah. stop there real quick because I, I feel like this is a great segue okay. to our sponsor for oh, this week. Oh, wow. Look at that. You I had no even, idea you were doing this. L- I'm rolling out the red carpet. Yes, roll out the red carpet. Uh, this has been a show sponsor. You guys know about the show sponsor. If you've been listening to the podcast, if you're brand new, um, BetterHelp. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Now listen, the best way I think to think about therapy is through just different analogies. 
we get oil changes for our cars to prevent big issues down the road, right? Bigger issues. We go see the doctor. Uh, we go to the gym regularly to take care of our bodies and prevent injury and disease. We do chores regularly, some of us to, well, I don't do it as regularly maybe as Heather wants me to, <laughs> but to make sure that the house doesn't get messy. Going to therapy is a little bit like that above. It's it's routine maintenance, I believe, for your emotional well-being. And I think it does prevent bigger issues down the road. So as we're talking about some of these prayer things, uh, know that therapy can be involved in, acts, in, in going down the road towards your healing. So going to therapy doesn't mean something's wrong with you. It means you're investing in yourself uh, to keep your mind healthy. So listen, BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Now, why invest in everything else and not your mind? This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and Human Hope listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash human hope. That's betterhelp, B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash human hope. Now, back to my lovely conversation with my beautiful wife, Heather Barkum Woodworth Whitaker. Wow. You're really good at um, those... Um, of the little ad breaks? Yeah. Thanks. I, you know, I used to actually want to be Ryan Seacrest when I was in high school <laughs> because Ryan Seacrest was, is my age and went to a rival high school um, from me, uh, Dunwoody High School. And he was cool because everyone in town knew because he, he got a radio DJing job when he was 16. And so he would do late nights at Z93. And all of us in town were like, man, like Ryan Seacrest, that guy you know, he goes to Dunwoody High School. He has a radio show. And now look at him. And yeah, now look at him. He owns the Kardashians, you know? Now, I, I would listen to him and in the bathroom, I would always try to be Ryan Seacrest. I was like, hey guys, this is Carlos Whitaker with Z93. <laughs> and now look, it's paying off, babe. Babe, you are talented. I'm. It's paying off. Okay. Man of many trades. Back to So back the to comment. Crane. So I think ultimately, like if I, because some people DM me here and there and I just literally want to bring um, Jesus into the situation. So I, I would specifically say, does she say the guy's name? Uh, yeah, let's see. No, I don't think so. Actually, not think about it. My husband and his brother. Nope. Okay. Say his name. So I'm Let, a, let's call him Billy. Okay. That's my dad's name. That's okay. Let's call him Bob. No, let's no, call let's him call Joe him. and Jack. Joe. Joe and Jack. Okay. okay. Um, so I'm just going to pray. I'm actually going to try to. Oh, you're going to pray right now? Guys, huh? she's closing. Hold on. She's closing her eyes. Wait, do I have to close my no, eyes I'm now? I'm just trying to get out of my head about what I'm doing and then just pray and then I can unpack it. Okay. Gosh, this is so cool. I, can I video you doing no. this? Is this what you look like when you pray? Shh. Okay. Can you hear me? Am I close enough? You're close enough to the mic, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. This is a live prayer from- It's not live. It's recorded. Sorry. Okay. So go ahead, babe. Okay. God, I just- um. You know well, exactly on. what happened that night um, where Joe and Jack um, just experienced trauma. And so we just bring them them under your authority and covering. We consecrate them to you. We ask that you just restore and renew their spirit, soul, body, their heart, minds, and wills, God. Jesus, I just bring the full work of the cross against all fear and against any lingering um, memories of what happened. I bring the full work of the cross just against any panic and chaos. 
Jesus, I just ask that you be near. You are the God of peace. So Holy Spirit, I pray that you speak your peace over them. Pray that you begin to restore and renew the pathways of their mind where where PTSD may try to creep in and, and, and flashbacks happen. God, I just pray we shut that down in Jesus' name. I bind the enemy in every attack that he is going to try to do to bring um, just terror again. You are the God of peace. You are the God of life. Thank you for the protection of their life. God, I bind every doubt that says, why me? Every lie that says, why, why did I not get killed or injured? Lord, I pray your full and complete life over them, your resurrection life through every cell of their body. I thank you, God. I thank you for them being your children. I thank you for the life and the moments ahead that you have ordained for them. I just ask that you go with them. Pray again, just full and complete um, protection over them as they process and heal Jesus. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Wow. I recorded a lot of that on my phone. And, and you had your hands over your eyeballs. Yeah, it was, I was a little distracted too, but I tried. Oh, no, it was good. Okay. That was hard. Okay, so. Because it wasn't even like. You're wearing the same shirt you are on my phone right now. Sorry. <laughs> I just noticed that because <laughs> I was. so weird. Sorry, scroll. Um, okay, so let, let's just unpack that. Okay. So what did you just do? That That, to me, that sounded a lot more. Like, do I have to do that every time I pray for somebody? That was a, that was a lot of very specific moving pieces. It felt like to this prayer, I felt like that it was a very, very focused, pointed. A lot of things were happening in that prayer. They were you were bringing the Jesus. You were you were saying things. Sorry, no, it's okay. Like that, I'm not it's, sorry, it's, but it's what you were doing. So, yeah. like, I just feel like we need to unpack so, that okay. a little bit. So, um. So consecrating is yep, simply just um, like setting apart. Okay. So I consecrate them to to Jesus. Yeah. Um, like I literally um, say these two people yep. are marked by Jesus. I consecrate them. I, I give okay. them over. Okay. Um, I bring them under the authority of Jesus. Okay. okay. So I. Why did you do that? Um, again, because there's other things at play in this world, uh-huh. I believe. And so I am, um, I'm, it's kind of paired with the consecrating. Like I am literally saying these two men, I, these two men are coming under the banner. Kind of like if you go to, um, you know, if you go to, to a different country, yeah. there's still, the U.S. Embassy yep. that's there, yep. and we are covered under their oh, yeah. okay, authority. Good. Okay, okay, that's good. So, um, so then you you covered them under the yeah. authority. You, um, and then I I just prayed for their spirits, uh-huh. their souls, yep. their bodies, bo- physical bodies, their minds. Uh-huh. Obviously, that's going to be a huge one in this hearts. situation. Their hearts, those emotions uh-huh. um, that come into all this, um, and then um, and then there is such power. And in, in in, you know, anybody who's been in the really anywhere knows the Easter story, right? Easter, right. Jesus died on a cross. Um, and, and most people will know that that's where, you know, we get forgiveness of sins for. That's why he died on the cross 
because we are broken people. And that was, and and it's also hard in today's time, if you have no context of church at all to understand like sacrifice and things like that, because that is, it was very culturally relevant. Wait, relevant. That's the right word, right? Wow. Well, you could say relevant. Relevant. (laughs) Wow. But but it's a lot cuter when you say relevant. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. It's it's okay. Back in that time, people understood like a sacrifice of a goat, things like that. Now, I mean, we would have people sure. at our door if we killed a, you know what I mean? Like that type of thing. So, <laughs> we're, FYI, we're not sacrificing, not sacrificing a goat. But what I'm saying is for our sins, he had to die on the cross and we are forgiven of our sins. Okay. But then there's the resurrection, which is what okay. we celebrate at Easter. Yeah. That's where Jesus actually um, got authority over death. Yeah. So he defeated death, right? From that point on, death was the end. Yeah. But he actually rose from death. He conquered death. Right. And there is power in that. And that's where so much like praying for people who are sick. Like we pray the full work of the cross, but specifically the resurrection and the life of Jesus mm. over their life, because yeah. that's where the power from and authority comes yeah. from yeah. because he beat it. Yeah. He beat it. Yeah. And then there's the last part that I feel like in most of my faith up until the last 10 years, probably John Eldridge, I didn't really ever hear about the power of the ascension, right? Mm-hmm. So the full work of the cross. You guys are three... getting. You guys are getting the. Sorry, guys. No, this Ooh. is good. She, <laughs> Heather's Heather's moving now. Hey, her arms are hey. moving. This is her wheelhouse. Let's go. So the ascension is actually where he took full authority over the enemy. Yeah. Like he went down and said, "No, yeah. yep. you have you can have rule and you can reign in on this earth, but all." authority now belongs to me. Wow. So he, so when you pray that full work of the cross, you literally are bringing all that authority the and you get to do that. Years. You get to do that as a child of God. Mm. And so, um, so because I know just by logic, um, that, a, a moment of, um, trauma, uh, no. what was Sorry. it? A mass shooting. Yes. Um, yeah, obviously there's trauma. Obviously there's chaos. Obviously there's fear. Now, Fear is actually God-given, but there's also a split. Like, that's what the enemy likes to do. He likes to take something that is good and just Uh distort it, right? So there is actually a fear that is all-consuming. You all know that because there are so many of you riddled with anxiety, um, you know, and depression, which is often rooted in fear. Um, And so that is, you know, um, obviously going to be prevalent. Um, the physical healing because his body did rewire in that Absolutely. moment of trauma. His brain did. His, yeah, yeah, like all that stuff. So as I'm praying and trying not to think that it's being recorded, yeah. <laughs> you know, and trying not it to- It was actually like, perfect. It was it was hard, but it was like, I, 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 I'm remembering like, I'm remembering, okay, these are the things that I want to pray yeah. and bring God's, all we want to do is bring union of people back to God's heart. That yeah. is the sole purpose of so, prayer. The sole pr- purpose of prayer is, is allowing them to hear God's truth, allowing them to hear um, God's love. We want them to be in union and connection with God. And yeah. so that that then means that we get to go on the battlefront right. and stop those who, the things that are actually causing the blockage. So a lot of times, like when I also pray like the doubt or like praying against the the doubt or praying against, um, what did I say? I, you said- my brain's kind of block or fuzzy on that. But like, I remember the lies that, um, why, why was I, why did I get 
yes. saved or oh, something yeah, like yeah. that. No, yeah, no, yeah, no, no, no. What you said specifically was why why did I live and other people yeah, die? Yeah, 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 yeah. So like those type of things are often, you know, in in, in stories like this, you know, yeah. 9-11, whatever, car accident, why, why did I survive? You know, like we don't want the enemy to get access mm. and gain um, space in their minds yeah. to wreak havoc. Yeah. And that's what he, and, and that's what he does. He doesn't have the ability until we give it to him. Right. And so I am on the forefront so praying for these people to block him. Yeah. Yeah. It's battle. Let's go. Yeah. Come on. No, this is good. This come is on. good. Let's go. Um, and, and again, I, I want to come in here Sorry, again. This is us and yeah, our no, opinions no. and our faith. Well, it's not even opinions. It, it's, it's, well, it's, it's what, it's what we, it's how we live. It's how we breathe. And mm-hmm. so I, you know, I know there's going to be some of you that don't even, you, you keep hearing us talk about an enemy. You keep hearing us sure. you maybe say some sure. words that you're like, what are they and talking honestly, about? Honestly, like we didn't up until 10 years ago, like yeah. it really, like we were a part of obviously believing in Jesus and great churches, but we had no idea that we actually had the ability yeah. to stand and to fight the enemy and have authority against yeah. him. And, and, and actually I'm going to, I'm going to lean in to some of my maybe Southern lifestyle Christians out there that you, uh, I mean, I'm just, I'm going to love on you a little harshly here. Um, push on you, maybe a button or two that, you know, you, you go to church, you, uh, you would call yourself a Christian. You would, um, Again, I'm not even talking about people that don't believe in Jesus. That that that's I, I'm just glad you're hanging out with me. But the people that do say that they believe in Jesus, the people that do say that they're Christians, the people that do go to church on Sundays, um, and aren't stepping into the full hmm. power of everything that is available to them through Jesus. Um, I, I'm saying that you that's where we lived for a long yeah. time in our life. But we didn't know. But and we didn't know. And that's the thing. We assume that a lot of people just don't know. Yeah. And oh, that's here we are. And and honestly, my book, Inner Wild, is the book for you to mm. to read when it comes to, I mean, the I mean, the subtitle is to have change. What, what is my <laughs> subtitle? Inner Wild, exchange a mild and mundane faith for life with an uncontainable God. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Right? Because we have a mild faith. And, mm. and what Heather and I are, are telling you is that it doesn't have to be oh, mild. it's so exciting. Yeah. It's like, so let's, let's go. Up. Um, so, I mean that gosh, what a what a like a, a great little college lesson, Heather, on prayer, the yeah. power of prayer. Anything else about prayer, you know, as we're um about about the post or how people pray, or is there anything else about prayer that you would love to leave the listeners with this week? I would love um to leave the listeners with um just the the thought of prayer as communication with God, not just a speech to God. Mm. And I think for so long, we have our list of God, this, 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 but we actually don't pause and listen to what he wants us to pray for. Like so often, you know, sometimes people say, pray for my dad. He's, you know, lost his job and, or no, that's a bad example. Okay. Pray for my mom. She got diagnosed with cancer. Okay. Well, the first thing I'm going to do is, God, how do you want me to pray? Mm-hmm. Because it may not be for healing. Wow. Because you know well, what? We're going there. Every single person at some point is going to die. Exactly. So, so that's the thing. Like, Clue phone. 
with the point of like, like, I understand that we want everyone to live forever, but that's just not the reality of our world. And so there is going to be a point where your healing prayer does not work because that person is eventually going to die, right? Wow. Yeah. And so therefore- I, Hold on. Wait, I, I, okay. I really want that to sink in for a second. Okay. I need that to sink in because I think sometimes, well, especially I think in American culture, we don't like to think about death. We don't, mm-hmm. we don't, we don't mourn like the way we the rest of the world mourn, mourns. No. We don't, we don't know how to do it. Uh, well, and so I don't think, I think we think that we're gonna live forever, you know? And so what happens when like your 97 year old grandma and your pr- dear God, please don't and let grandma's her die. Like, please let me die. Yeah, and, and, <laughs> <I'm done. laughs> and, and God's like, wait a second. Like she yeah. did it. Well done. My good and faithful yeah. servant. Yeah. So at some point our prayers for healing. And so it's less about praying what you think mm. and asking God, what do I pray? Oh man, come on, babe. That's so good. That's that's a good, that's a very good ending, uh, little moment here on the Human Hope Podcast, babe. Thank you so much. This was hey anytime. Really? Well, anytime you want me to talk about prayer. Oh, because <laughs> I like that. <laughs> you mean you don't want to come talk about the new budget reform nope. that's happening? And, nope. Okay. Well, you know, well, th- this has been very hopeful, and and hopefully you guys um, could you know hear our heart in this, and and I I really just wanted to unpack that because that's a that was a big deal that I asked for people yeah. to to share their prayer requests, yeah. and then they prayed, and it was telling. Oh my gosh. It was yeah. telling how many, it was actually the second most commented on wow. post in 12 months. Wow. And I've shared a lot of posts that have a lot more views sure. and likes, but that one had the most, and people wow. are, people are just hungry uh, for prayer. And so here's, here's what I would say. Go onto that, go onto the the post and start practicing the way that Heather mm-hmm. was explaining to us, how, start practicing praying that way um, and just see what happens, you know, see Hopefully you guys took some notes. Can I also say oh, this? Oh, yeah. Oh, we got something else. <laughs> Heather's like, well, he may not talk about prayer again, so I'm going to get as much yeah, as I can in here. No, this is one thing that I've made a rule, and you can ask every single person. I will never tell somebody I'm praying for them, Ooh, ever. Yeah, that's true. I will pray for them, Yep. or I won't. Yep. So either I will send a text, Yep. I'll do it in the comments, I will do a voicemail, I will call the person, I will... If person's in person, pray for me. Nope, let's pray right now. Like I'm not, cause the life happens. I'm not gonna pray for you. Yeah. I'm gonna forget. And yes. so like, okay. it's just, it's, it's a polite thing. You can learn to say something else polite. Yep. Don't say I'm praying for you if you're really not gonna right. pray. So, the, the, well, I'll pray for you is the, hey, can we get coffee? Sure. In Nashville. Yeah. You know, it's the same thing. It's like, or it's yeah, the, yeah, how sure. are you doing? Fine. Fine. Yeah, yeah, no, that's good. So, so don't say, yeah, I'm gonna pray for you. Pray, pray. for them right then and there. Let's go. Do it right then Could you and imagine? There. Woo! Let's go. I don't know, but you can because you're dancing right now. I know. I love it. Guys, okay. uh, babe, thanks so much. Cheers. This was awesome. I'm drink now. My little oh. water kefir. <laughs> She's drinking her water kefir fermented. Um, and guys, this was a, a great episode. I wanted to unpack that post just a little bit. Babe, thanks for hanging out with Bye. us here on The Human. She's already leaving. She's walking out. You know what, podcast? This is what I need you guys to do. And um, I just need you to share, share it, share this one. I think this is a good, good one to share because I think a lot of people may not know how to pray. And I think we got some wise words of wisdom from my beautiful wife on how exactly to pray. So share the podcast, rate and review the podcast, please. And thank you again to our podcast host. It's not our host, excuse me, our podcast sponsor, BetterHelp. You guys can make sure you head over to betterhelp.com slash human hope as well. I love you guys. I love the Insta Familia, the Human Hope family. And I will see you next week on another episode. And guys, start pulling these things in because Human Hope is going to be taking a break pretty soon. So I would just tell you right now, listen while you can, because Carlitos is going to take a little bit of a break. Not too long, um, but I am going to take a little break over the holidays. So... 
Join me next week on another episode of Human.